When you love riding a motorcycle, you want to ride it everywhere, even to a physical. Let's check your weight. Hop on the scale. Look at that. You're down a few pounds. Oh, yeah. Must be the new carbon fiber wheels. And when you love saving money, you want to save even more. That's why GEICO makes it easy to bundle your motorcycle and car insurance. I'm going to prescribe 91 octane for your engine knock, and we'll want to see you again in 3,000 miles. Kickstart your savings with GEICO Motorcycle. Bundle and save on the things you love. Bob and Tom comedy bits. Check. Willie Griswold. Check. Jess Hooker. Check. Jessica Alsman. Check. It's the Bits and Pieces Podcast. Thank you, Mr. McGee. Welcome to Bits and Pieces, the podcast that revisits our favorite Bob and Tom show comedy bits. I'm Willie Griswold, joined as always by Jason, Jess, Jessica, and today we're talking fishing. Did y'all grow up going fishing at all? Not at all. Really? (laughs) No. My, My birthday, my dad would usually take me fishing. Yeah. Like that near my birthday. I don't even remember where, some crazy little yeah. pond somewhere. And Can, okay. Yeah. Uh, but that's, like, that's it, pretty much. Did you, did he take you fishing because he liked to fish or did you like to fish? I think he was okay with it, but yeah. it wasn't like a big thing. Yeah. I just felt like it was sort of that rite of passage sure. as a sure. 80, 80s kid. Right, kind of right. Thing. Yeah, we uh, we fished a lot. We did. We had a, we had a, a summer house on the lake. And so all of us would just, sure. you know, stand there in swimsuits and we'd have cousins in the lake and we'd just try to catch them, actually. Yeah, <laughs> oh, good lord. Yeah. Did y'all have, we had, if you mess around with your fishing line, it's going to go in your sister's ear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, because apparently my mom did that to my aunt and, like, they always, mm-hmm. you don't want to get your ear cut off. Yeah. Yeah, no, we had cousins who, uh, she got her, like, hooked her right here in the back of the head one time. Yeah. Eeks. yeah. I remember my mom catching a bat. <laughs> Because yeah. we were fishing at night yeah. and threw it up threw in the air up. and the bat comes swooping in, caught a bat. Yep. I, oh, that yeah. That was freaking weird. <laughs> what? This yes. isn't a catfish, it's a bat. Yeah, and I just thought it was a Jeez. bug flying. I'm right. terrified of bats and I thought they only lived in Transylvania or whatever. I guess there are bats. <laughs> no, I know. I thought bats were like unicorns. Like I didn't know they were real animals. Yeah. I guess they're flying around all over the place. Yeah, we have a bat house. We have a bat. Mm-hmm. A bat. We didn't put the bat. I call it a bat house. You can buy a bat house and ha- put it in your trees, but we have a bat, we have a bat nest, but I just say bat house and it's in the back and I'm telling you, it controls the bugs in my backyard. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. good. But yeah. why? I don't get it. Why aren't they called a bat cave? cave. Yeah, I don't it's know. right there. I don't it's know. right there. Well, a cave isn't above ground in a tree. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's usually dug into the ground. Because I was, I was, I was visiting my sister at Austin, and there's this big bridge. And there are all these bats yeah. underneath it, and I go, Lucy, that is so scary. Why would you live near a place that has bats? And she goes, There are bats. Everywhere you live. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. there are bats Scary everywhere. Bats. We, we had to pay quite a few times to get the bats removed from the church steeple where our oh, bell is yeah. because mm. there was a I bet. too much bat doo-doo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or uh, what is it? Guano. Uh, yeah, is it oh, guano? That, I think I it think, is. Yeah. I'm just thinking of Ace Ventura. Dung. Yeah. <laughs> bat dung in the bell. Right. <laughs> we had a We had a bat uh, fishing situation. So it was a night swim. We're at the end of the dock. Some of us are fishing. It sounds like an Some official. Us, uh, tonight, right now at uh, 1030 is a night, night swim. swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it wasn't that. It was just like, you know, parents were partying. They're like, I get out of here. I love swimming at night. Yeah, love so, it. So we're yeah. in the lake. Some of us are in the lake. And if you, and let me paint a little picture for you. All of us have names that start with J, mm-hmm. just so you know mm-hmm. what we're working with here. Mm-hmm. Except for the three sisters whose names start with B. That's another story. But so we have, some of us are fishing, some of us are swimming, and some of us are shooting BB guns off of the dock. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> and my brother shot it off and shot it straight up. And all we we just can barely see because of the moonlight is like this this thing, and it's just swirling down, and it's coming, coming. Finally smacks. Somebody goes out there. It's a bat. You got a bat. He, he literally oh, shot wow. a bat. He shot a bat in the dark. And us weirdo kids swam out and got to the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. Yeah. Look, yeah. yeah. So happy. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> it's bleeding oh, all over you. Oh, yes. I was just weird. So weird. Yeah. So, so did then you put it on a hook and try to use it as bait? I don't know who. I don't. It's hard to tell I, what we did with the bat after that. That's pro, I probably shouldn't. Well. Peter. Peter might be listening. If if we're starting <laughs> with bait, I think I know where this is going. This is an absolute silly classic from Haywood Banks. 
Oh, yeah, here we go. Fish and worms, fish and worms. Everybody's wishing they had fish and worms. Find them in the garden, turn over a rock, slip them in your sandwich, put them in your sock. That's fish and worms. Fish and worms. Well, my big sister, she don't like my fish and worms. Big ones, little ones, they scare her to death. She was making a chocolate shake, I dropped a couple in the blender. <laughs> now she's sitting around with bated breath <laughs> from eating fish and worms. Fish and worms. Everybody's wishing they had fish and worms. Do your English homework, underline a word. Circle direct object and transitive verb with a fish and worm. <laughs> fish and worm. <laughs> Wrap them around a corkscrew. Twist them in some twine. Take them to the health spa so they can't unwind. That's fish and worm. Fish and worm. Fish worm. Well, I like doing everything you can think about the fish and worm. Gushy, gushy, ones. The ones that wiggle and squish. There's only one thing I don't like doing with fish and worms. And that is, of course, to catch fish. I hate them fish and worms. Fish and worms. Everybody's wishing they had fish and worms. Find them in the backyard, underneath some leaves. Make them little dresses. Just leap off the sleeves. That's fish and worms. 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 Make them little dresses, just leave <laughs> off the sleeves. The genius of Haywood Banks. I, I think it's awesome to hear something that you know that no one ever thought of before. No. And that's Haywood right there, right? I mean, it's, no one ever thought that. It's weird. It's hilarious. It's not dirty. It's absurd. It's I, I, lo- I, I can't say enough about that. That might be my favorite Bob and Tom show. Th- pl- thing played on the Bob and Tom show. Oh, of all yeah. time. I don't know. I, I love that so much. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, I I remember hearing it and just being like, this is amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is amazing. I can't even like my little kid brain couldn't even put into words like how creative and wonderful it was. You know what I mean? But I was just like, I have a feeling like yeah. this is this is so good. Yeah. Everything Haywood does gets stuck in my head. Last week, I couldn't stop saying randomly, never trashed a puppet. I just don't know why. I don't know what I saw that even triggered it. And it's, yeah. No, I'll do now that. this is going to be stuck in my head all week. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'll, I'll do that. Drop and roll. <laughs> Transitioning. And then we're just talking about doing your English homework, circle direct object, and cogitative. Ver- Transitive so, verb, yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. It's just so weird and silly. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's wonderful, like you said. I mean, I mean, this, I think this song kind of was a point in time where the budding genius of Haywood literally yeah. was coming out, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. This kind of set the tone for everything that came much later. It is, and I feel like recently, I'm going through Bob and Tom pictures, mm-hmm. and I have mm-hmm. a picture oh, of my. Haywood at this moment, like about right. the time that this came out. Yeah. That's awesome. So we'll have to post that because it's, did you see it? You may have been in my Yeah, in I saw it in like, your yeah. office yesterday. We'll uh-huh. share that tomorrow with this. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. That is so, yeah. Ah, what a wonderful, goofy, absurd, mm-hmm. weird, incredible song. Alsman, you seem like someone who'd be kind of yucked out by worms. When I was younger, I didn't really care as much. And yeah. now I don't. If I see worms, I know I have healthy dirt. There you go. Oh, All right. Yeah, because last year, uh, was the year of growing dirt at my house because you, there's you nothing grew, else to do. You grew dirt. I amended the soil, but I like to call myself Dr. Dirt because I went to <laughs> dig in the dirt to plant some flowers and not one ant or bug could be found because it was just sand. Oh, oh. God. That's so, good. Doctor, so that's fun. Uh, just because it is my dad's birthday and if he were here, I think it's very important. I say it like he's dad. If he were here. <laughs> you know, if yeah. my dad were here, it, it would be important to note that Dr. Dirt sounds like the name of a gay porno. And I feel like we should <laughs> just say Dr. Dirt. You do. You have, you have to dress button. Yeah. They call me Dr. Dirt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got it. I mean, you're right there. It's, gosh, I'm so glad we could do that. I'm going to call him after this. Hey, you know, we're, you're we're, never going to believe what we did on the podcast. And I, you know what? It's good to have that relationship with your father. Right. <laughs> the Dr. Dirt button relationship. So did, did, do, you, do you recall Tom ever fishing? Um, so fishing was something that I did more on my mom's side. My great grandpa was a farmer and he loved fishing and he had this fishing boat that I remember being on a lot as a kid oh, cool. and him having his cigar on there. Yeah. But my dad was definitely like around, but he was more, I think 
watching over the fish. Sure, he was yeah, the yeah. guy, because we were all the little maniacs with the hooks right. that we were throwing yeah. all over the place. He oh, was making yeah. sure I didn't give my sister a, what's that called, a, a cartilage piercing by right. accident. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's yep. true. Mr. Safety. Just a bunch of little maniacs. <laughs> Somebody had to be Mr. Safety. It was very important. Uh, let's get to our next bit. And this is actually, it's a movie. A movie for a radio show. What do you think about that? It's a movie that's all about fish. Coming from Bob and Tom Productions, the controversial movie based on the best-selling novel, it is written that he fed 5,000 people with just two fish. Did he really? Or as author Dan Brown claims, did he simply pull the old misdirection switcheroo? <laughs> and also, uh, the meek shall inherit the earth. Oh, that's good. Uh, oh, oh, hey, everybody. Uh, look way over there. What? Where? I don't see anything. Oh, uh, never mind. Thought I saw something. Well, let's eat. Dinner's on me. <laughs> what the heck? Look, look what he did. This was just a basket with a few loaves of bread and a couple of fish, and now there's enough seafood here to feed 5,000 people. Ta-da! Thank you. Thank you. If it was such a miracle, then why did Leonardo da Vinci paint one of the disciples in the Last Supper to look exactly like David Copperfield? And also, why is the fish on the plate in the picture laughing? Was turning two fish into a feast for the multitudes a miracle? Or just a silly parlor trick? You be the judge. Don't miss the Da Vinci Cod. It's two fish and a cast of thousands coming to theaters everywhere. The Da Vinci Cod. With the most star-studded roster of actors ever assembled, you'll see Catfish Hunter, Eddie Fisher, Terry Hatchery, Jim Belsushi, Rob Blowfish, Chad Pitt, Larry Kingfish, Martin Mullet, Muscle Crow, Jason Bateman, Al Sharpton. All right. Shell Lee Winters, Leonardo DiCaprio, Drew Barracuda, Stingray Romano, Bernie Mackerel, Jessica Albacor, Piranha Nicole Smith, and Kevin Pollack. Plus, you'll want to pick up the soundtrack featuring the music of Eel Diamond, Barry Whitefish, Smelton John, Squad Stewart, Squid Vicious, Herring Connick Jr., Pike and Tuna Turner, Thelonious Monkfish, Sean Pufferfish Combs, Manta Ray Charles, Ringo Starfish, and Vince Gill. <laughs> Take your date out to dinner, then catch the Da Vinci Cod. But please wait at least 30 minutes after eating before entering the theater. The Da Vinci Cod will be shown only on Fridays until Lent when it will run daily. PG-316. Oh my goodness. That So I think we can all agree, way too many puns. Oh no, Jesse! Have your 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 face? Your hands are in your face. Are you okay? It was so much. Yeah, it was so so much. Yeah. <laughs> just as soon as you thought they were done, they just threw out a whole bunch more. I was looking at the time here, and when they started, when 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 the announcer there really started to start all the names, mm. it only took fifteen seconds before Bob's. All right. Oh. <laughs> all and right. It, and it went on another fifty seconds. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. But they're all good. I, I thought that was fantastic. I, you know, you know I who I blame. It. You know who I blame for this. Who? who? I'm gonna I'm gonna go Marty Bender on this okay. one. Okay. Yeah, I bet Marty was around. I think so. You I'm think gonna, so? I think I know. But so. I feel like the, it has a lot of Tom in there too, though. Yeah. You know? so? I feel like this was in the air era, and I I don't recall being there if if this was part of a writers' lunch because this this seemed like a collective. That I mean that group, many punt. That many puns, it's got to be writer's room, unless it's just one person losing their mind doing <laughs> fish puns. Because like earlier this week, uh, Josh did the thing on, on Friday of last week where it was it was basically you're taking uh, celebrities and adding weed to it. Mm-hmm. That was There was a premise. Urkel has weed. Yep. And so now we're saying, what other celebrities have weed? And then it was really fun when Josh did it. And then my dad got to it and it was just pun, 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 yeah, pun, yeah, pun. Yeah, yeah. And so the point that I'm trying to make with all of this is sometimes when the pun, 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 pun happens, you need Bob or someone with the sentiment of Bob to go, all right. That's too yeah. many. Yeah. They hit them all. Yeah. I mean, they hit them all. Did you ever go to writer's lunches? Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was an era, I would say, um, probably 03 up until, I don't know, 2010-ish, probably. Yeah. There was a good... I mean, there was times we would have three lunches a week. Oh yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, I remember because that means we couldn't go to lunch. Yep. 
And correct. I right. was but hurt yeah. that I was not invited <laughs> and, and there's to some, the writers. There's some, there was, and, and there's some things that get a little bit uh, exaggerated, but some of the things that like Tom, who said uh, a gal looked like the NASCAR driver, yes. Jimmy Spencer's sister. I mean, that happened. <laughs> that happened. I was right there. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's stuff like that. That I mean, just incredible things that happened to some of these launches. Yeah. Yeah. And just real quick, one joke that I want to point out that I thought was incredible is pun, 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 and Kevin Pollack. Yes. (laughs) When they doubled it up with Vince Gill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had two, yeah. That is good. I mean, it's a pun bit. They they did everything perfectly. At Mm. the end, they say, catch it this summer. And by the way, Da Vinci Code, (laughs) that was popular for like two years. That was was massively. Mm. So yeah, we we can figure out when this came out. Real fun bit, really weird bit. I loved it. You guys, I actually have this is this is really cool because you know we're such a history based podcast. Well, absolutely. <laughs> Today we're talking about history. I don't know if you guys knew. Do you guys know Donnie Baker used to do boat tours? Oh wow, mm-hmm. I did not. Hi man, this is Donnie Baker, man. You guys know for a little while now, two years, I've been trying to sell my boat, and I ain't sold it yet. But I figured, why should I sit here on this boat that ain't sold when I could be giving tours and making big money? So welcome to Donnie Baker's boat tours. <laughs> And this is probably one of the nicer pay lakes on this side of town. I met the owners of Defensive Driving School, Butch and Patty. They said I could bring my boat out here anytime I wanted, as long as I don't leave no more cans, bottles, or rubbers on the bank. <laughs> I've had a big problem with homeless rubbers. I guess the snapping turtles can choke on them, and who's going to help a choking snapping turtle, man? Patty said they've lost about a half dozen snappers due to choking on these floaters people leave out there, man. Oh. And man, when your snapping turtles start to be endangered, it screws up the whole ecosystem. Then the catfish take over. Butch and Patty said there's catfish the size of full-grown midgets in this lake. <laughs> I swear to God there is, man. Watch this. Hey, Scotty, start chumming. What do you want me to use, man? Well, get in the cooler, man, and start tossing some of that stuff overboard. Now, use the old beef jerky, the stuff with the blind Indian on the package. Hold up, man. Use, uh, use, use some of this cheese whiz. And pinch off a gogurt. That works. What about this, Donnie? No, don't use the Funyuns. It ain't for the catfish, Scotty. Them's for us when we start drinking. I swear to God, man, in about 40 minutes, we'll have the catfish following this boat like stray dogs tracking a trash truck. Now, right here's the deepest part of the lake. I remember going skinny dipping when I was just 14. Remember, Scotty? I started doing a backstroke and the cops showed up because people reported seeing the pork ass monster surface. I swear to God they did, man. Ride that sail. I swear to God we'd go skinny dipping with the varsity cheerleaders after the football games. We'd be tweaking on Robitussin and Vapor Rub, and it wouldn't take long for them cheerleaders to soak their pom-poms with us. I swear to God that's true. You can look it up. Now, over there by the dock is where Randy passed out after two wine coolers. <laughs> I swear to God he did, Scotty. Remember? It was my first company picnic with the dick. I won the three-legged race by myself, too. I swear to God I did. Starboard, Scotty! Easy, man. That's a side that's got the fresh paint. So anyways, man, spend a day out here. They sell code beer in the bait shop. And if Patty's on her Prozac, she'll bake cookies and split a bucket of chicken with you. She's down home that way. They're kind of like a second family, Timmy. The only thing I don't like is that my pager don't work out on the water. So, hell, I probably lost a few sales from people who want to buy my boat. But, man, to escape out here for two or three hours is probably worth it. Hey, Scotty, look. Where, Donnie? Over by the stump. It's a snapping turtle chewing on a rubber. <laughs> and he's blowing a bubble. I swear to God he is, man. Let's get back to the bait shop and get a camera. I gotta go. Donnie Baker, the boat <laughs> tours. My uh, when, when he said the pager on the water, having a pager on a boat, that took me back to a vacation with my dad up in like Harbor Springs, northern Michigan area. And I think we were on maybe on Lake Walloon. And it was early cell phone days, not iPhone, mm-hmm. flip phone days. And just him, like one of my siblings, like in the back being towed, water skiing, wakeboarding, whatever. And my dad just on the cell phone, like he's in the car. No, yeah, I'll be there soon. I'll be no, I'll be there as soon as I can. <laughs> no, we're doing something right now, but I'll be there as soon as I can. Oh my goodness, real funny stuff. What a weird bit. I like that he mentioned skinny dipping. In yeah. This. And for one, I don't want to think of Donnie Baker skinny dipping. <laughs> but uh, have any of you skinny dipped? Oh yeah. So I have a really, really funny story. I think I've said it in here before. It's me and my buddy Mark, and we're with one of our friends who's just this gorgeous person. She's like a model now. Right. Uh, she's, she's one of our really, really great friends. 
Um, and we're all we're at my mom's house, and she used to live on this this lake house. This this kind of small lake in the back, and we're about to go swimming, and it's nighttime, and it's dark, and we're all a little drunk, having fun. And then this girl who's just beautiful just goes, hey, we should all go skinny dipping. And then out loud, mm-hmm. my friend Mark just goes, play it cool, Mark. Funniest <laughs> 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 things that I've ever been a part of. And I sort of, I kind of honor that in this room a lot. Whenever someone says anything, I go, all right, everybody relax. Everybody yeah, play yeah, it cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So funny. I don't, I, I don't know if I've gone skinny dipping Unless I was, oh, the first time I ever got drunk, I told a girl I loved her, and then she said she didn't like me, and then I jumped in the lake naked, you know, just to prove to everybody that I wasn't weird or anything. Yeah, right. that yeah. helped. I that bet worked. that helped. Did you guys ever go skinny dipping? Why did I say, why did I just say two examples? <laughs> <laughs> Save some for the ladies, will it? <laughs> I don't think I, I can't remember if I have or not. That's pretty bad. Yeah, I, I have. I've been on, um... I've been on a lot of houseboat trips, all adult mm. houseboat trips in my <laughs> early 20s. Uh, yeah, well, I, we were barely adults. Let me say that for starters. And I was naked a lot growing up, like not growing up, but like as a teenager, like I was always mooning people or just like would just like sit down and have my butt crack out just to get a reaction. Like I would sure. sit. I you, would, you were a boy. I was. Times. I was. Yeah, yeah. I was. If you guys, there are pictures that you would go. I don't. This might be a boy. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in in class, in a high school classroom, I would pull my sweatpants or my scrubs because that's what I I wore nurses' scrubs to school because that's how much I cared about my appearance. And I would pull them down just enough to see it, just to get people's reactions uh-huh. as they walked into class. I was a horrible human being. What a little weirdo! Well, that's Such funny, a though, weirdo. Like, you never know when Jess is going to do it. Like, oh, there's her ass. We would we would drive through the Best Buy parking lot on East Washington Street, and I would just push my butt up against the window just so my friends could laugh at people's reactions as they oh, saw yeah, my absolutely. butt when the window drove. <laughs> I imagine when you were in high school, you got kicked out of a lot of Goodwills. You know, running around, oh, sure, putting sure. on old clothes. I thought you were going to say school. I was like, yeah, that too. <laughs> I, schools, Goodwill, classrooms, Red yeah. Lobster, whatever location you want to have. I bet All you got kicked it. out. Really. Just Anywhere on the east side, yeah, you could just say any any place. I was, I, uh, yeah, I w- you just would do things to just just be awful. But I, I skinny dipped as I, I skinny dipped uh, with a lover or two, also like in a in a like a. Can I? I I'm probably gonna make <laughs> Jesse laugh pretty good here because you were talking about the houseboat. Oh god! And I thought of uh, two words. Yeah. Big Montana. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, folks. It's okay. We'll she, play she, cool. You know, we, we've we've shared stories through <laughs> shared the year, stories. and there's a houseboat. There's story. a houseboat story that is, yeah, that is it, it, that is definitely a off off the air story. off off the air story. Off, yeah. off All the right, air story. okay, cool. We can circle back really quick. One thing that I noticed at that bit, if you're talking about fishing on the Bob and Tom show, two guaranteed references: cheese whiz for bait and a pay lake. Oh yeah, Those are constantly uh-huh. used yes. in Bob and Tom show fishing bits. Yes. And so I just noticed, and that's that a bit. Donnie Baker thing for sure. Is yep. a pay lake, a which pay I'm thinking lake. that dude doesn't pay for anything. No. <laughs> but yet he's always talking about the pay lake. Yeah. Um, I it's funny. I I think something I mentioned to him got into this bit, and I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this tweaking on some robo. Yeah. I always had robo tripping. Yeah. When I was in college, these guys said, Hey, hey, offsets, you want to go tweak on some robo? And I, you know, me. Right. 18 year old me mm, who's never touched a thing. Yeah. And I'm like, What are you talking about? And they, you know, they were doing cough syrup. And I thought this is the most absurd. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, guys drank and got high. No, they're doing cough syrup, but it was no. called tweaking. On some robo, yeah, mm-hmm. it's and it's I, it's I know we're having fun. It's like a very very dangerous drug. Very, it's very, very addicting, and it ruins people's lives. Yeah. I mean, is it, it part of it? And not to get too deep here, but do you have to have so much of it? You get this certain euphoria. Uh, yeah, essentially, yeah, but it's not like, yeah, it's it's, a, it's not like a drunk, it's not like a high, it's like a whole thing all by itself. Really? Yeah. Yep. It That's is. your it's tweaking. very, very different. It yeah. is a third option. And then most people, <laughs> most people don't combine it with, uh, Vicks Vaporub like Donnie's friend did. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a killer combo. Maybe we should do some, uh, rubbo tripping. I don't know how to say oh, it. Would that be, is that sipping on some scissor? 
Yep, also, that's yeah, that. That is. Yeah, yeah. You understand well, that reference. Good well, job. Five of, wait, is that five of four boys or three six mafia? Three, three six, six mafia. mafia, yeah. A lot of folks talk about well, sipping well, on well, syrup. Syrup? Yeah. Say that again? Just syrup. Oh, oh, syrup. In the way that Snoop Dogg will add a Z into a phrase. Yeah. Sipping on some syrup. Okay. This is so fun. I like I'm also very white, so I might have said, sipping on some syrup. I can't even do it. I can't say it that way. It's great. I can I can show you three awesome songs that say sipping on some syrup. I'll do it during the break, but right now, we have to warn you guys, Maurice is about to sing again. My darling, I, Maurice Chevalienus, <laughs> would like to sing for you now. Darling, we were meant for each other, and soon we'll be hearing wedding bells. Then we'll honeymoon down by the stockyards. What? Cause, darling, I want to kiss you where it smells. Yes, he wants to kiss her where it smells. We'll go for a drive in the country. I'll bring lotions, lubricants, and gels. We'll make love on the ground near the landfill. Cause, darling, I want to kiss you where it smells. be your knight in shining armor like a genie I'll grant your every wish tonight we'll go down by the ocean and I'll kiss you where it smells like fish holy mackerel We'll vacation in London and Paris. And stay in the finest hotels. We'll spend all our time in the bathroom. Cause darling, I want to kiss you where it smells. Darling, I want to kiss you When I smell fish, I miss you <laughs> Darling, I want to kiss you Where it smells I will go to Egypt And I'll kiss you Where it's Sphinx <laughs> Where it's Sphinx Oh, gosh when I smell fish, I miss you. Have you heard anything more romantic than that? Oh, my. Yes, you have. You've heard a lot of things more romantic <laughs> than that. Real gross. How are you doing, Jess? You you look very mad. I it's think a, you're mad at me. A, there's, no, not, no. It's just, again, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> I, I'm, it's a lot. I even question if this ever even was on the air. Oh, really? Like we did it for the, an album. And yeah. sometimes oh. stuff gets overlooked. And I don't know if Tom would have ever had a reason I air this. I don't know. My my uh, my Tom radar says that he would have figured out a way to make sure I, I hear you. The air. I hear well, you. I mean, the wheels are turning in my head. Oh. The father son thing, where I'm going. No, because the joke tracks every time. He's never saying it inappropriate. He's by the dump. He's by the mm. ocean. That's why he's saying what he's saying. Mm. Yep. The comedy wise, the math adds up. Everything is fair, but yeah. really silly. Yeah. Holy mackerel! <laughs> there it was. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure on this, but I'm pretty sure that is uh, Bob's wife, Becky, on the, some of the you backups can, You can there. hear Becky yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And she's one of the people I always think about this, the things that Tom makes people sing. Yes. You know, like they had to say landfill with a question mark. That was so funny. Yes. <laughs> landfill? Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Because up until a certain point, it's not really a joke song. It is just kind of a sweet song. Yes. Right. No, and it's then, absolutely sweet. And then yeah. landfill is sort of the first hint, hey, yeah, yeah. you know what, uh, l- lighten up. It's yeah. not going to be so sweet. <laughs> <Lighten up. laughs> right, right. Uh, it's fantastic. Just a just the, a really silly, really fun, vaguely inappropriate Bob and Tom overproduced comedy Yeah, bit. Yeah, and that's why we do this podcast, because this is where you're going to hear that bit. And right. And you probably won't ever hear it again. Oh, uh, that that uh, Tom, that character Tom does. It's oh yeah, Maurice Chevalianus. <laughs> it's French. French. It's French. Yes. That's that's Chabon. probably one of my favorite names. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. How many performances has Maurice done? I don't know. That's a great question. I bet a uh, four to six. Yeah, I was going to say his his most famous song would probably be. I'm trying to think. Is it an? It's a perfume song. Yeah, um, um, I'm losing it too right yeah, now. Yeah, well, yeah. And we also all need to be very careful because there's a very thin line between Maurice Chevaliers and Dick Mango, <laughs> and you don't want to research too much because sometimes the voices are very entertaining. <laughs> I think I feel like it's I feel like it's one of those situations like where like where a family immigrated like one went to the U.S. and, and yeah, one went to France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like in the old country they were brothers, and now yeah, they're both in yeah, different parts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Someone's yeah. from Quebec. <laughs> or or at some Michigan. point, yeah. farther up the tree, the mangoes right. and the Chevalianus got together. Oh, and then okay, they split okay, off. okay, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and like you say, went to different countries. Right. When you say someone under the tree and yeah. then the mangoes, yeah. and it's a fruit tree joke for me, <laughs> right. that was a lot of fun for me. I had a lot of fun. You weren't going for it, but I, I enjoyed the ride, Jason. Oh, my gosh. I feel oh. so like I've, I feel like we need to have a writer's meeting now and find a way to bring these two together mm, mm. oh, oh gosh. Uh, kind of a dean and jerry sort of thing yes yeah. yes we absolutely mm. should do this and yeah i think i think we, we got to work on some live day stuff i think there's some fun <laughs> stuff in the oh horizon can you pull off like the trey parker or the harry shear or the hank azaria mm-hmm. right right right, right. That, switch have a conversation yeah. not mess you know, it up you know oh what? it's it's like when tom and dick whiskey that's one of my mm. favorite things. It's like, hey, whenever oh, he yeah, says, yeah, yeah. Dick, you haven't said hi to Tom, yeah. Chick always oh, does yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, you asked a very important question. You said, can he pull it off? And I think the more important question to ask is, will it be funny? Yeah. <laughs> and I think him pulling it off might be a no, but will it be funny? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, ideally, right. he does not pull it off. Yes. No. Yeah. He'll overwork it. He'll be using two microphones. He'll be turning his body so it's and one half or the it'll, other. It'll be so good, though. It'll mm. be a hilarious mess. I want yeah. to split jacket to happen oh it's like the split jersey i mean it's it's I'm my father's son. In my head, you go, I want the split jacket. And I'm going, three phone calls. I can figure that out. That's all I need. That's all I need. Jacket one, jacket two, the lady in the middle. We're done. Oh, okay. And he would, ha- would he have a half of a nasty little thin mustache? He would have to. He would, he would absolutely have, have, to. have to. I mean, this is, it's going to happen. It's, right. it's, it's, it's the wheels are turning, you guys. And, and we'd have two cameras. From, from the side so whenever that person was singing you see that side and now it's it's, yeah. it's a live day now it's also a studio day we can get involved you know what <laughs> there's this a co- lot there's a house band in tomorrow the day oh, this yeah, comes yeah, out yeah. we might try this <laughs> i might make some noise real quick at family dinner for my birthday um okay here is it's our next bit and it's a caller on the mr o show but he's going a bit rogue Heidi ho everybody it's the mr obvious show i'm your host mr obvious i'm here to help let's go right to the phone hello this is mr obvious uh, hello, Mr. Obvious. Speaking. Uh, hi, Mr. Obvious. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. I I got a little situation I uh, thought, thought you might be able to help me out with. I promise to do my very best. Uh, well, I, I, I'm not what you might call an avid fisherman, but uh, uh, this past weekend I was, I was lucky enough to land a 16-pound rainbow trout. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. She sounds like a beauty. Oh, she sure is, Mr. Obvious. She is. Uh, that, that, that's kind of my problem. Uh, you see, I never caught a fish like this before, and uh, I gotta admit, it, it was a real thrill. And um, it stirred some kind of dark yearnings within me, you know, and after feeling her thrash around like she did, and, mm-hmm. and seeing the sun shimmering off her beautiful body. I, yeah. Well, I, I found myself wanting this fish, and not. Not just for dinner, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I sure do, caller. This isn't a fish for the dinner table. This is a trophy fish. Yeah, a trophy Have you fish. thought about mounting it? Oh, hell yeah, Mr. Obvious. <laughs> it's all I think about. Sometimes I lie there in bed at night, tossing and turning, yeah. fighting back the urge to sneak downstairs and take that fish out of the freezer and just mount it right there. Well, what's uh, stopping you? 
Well, I, I guess I, I fear becoming, you know, kind of an outcast, you know. I don't want to be shunned by my friends and family for committing such a weird, unnatural act. Wow, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> Caller, many prominent and respected men mount the fish that they catch. Ernest Hemingway, <laughs> Gary Cooper, Ted Nugent, just to name a few. Well, I've seen a fish mounted by the pastor of my church. Whoa. You actually saw that? Why, sure, right there in his office. Oh, it was a beautiful thing. And it was perfectly natural. <laughs> so, uh, how did it make you feel? Oh, well, you know, excited, jealous, many different emotions. Uh, made me wish I had a fish of my own to mount. I say this to you now, caller, and I believe it. A well-mounted fish will provide a lifetime's worth of memories. It's a special thing between a man and his fish. Man, I, I had no idea you were so open-minded and forward-thinking, Mr. Hopkins. I mean, I, I just wish my wife felt like you did. You think your wife would object to you mounting this fish? pretty sure she would. Well, why don't you just sit her down and explain the feelings you're having, the almost obsessive urge you have to mount this fish? <laughs> Surely your wife would support you then. I, I don't know. I, I kind of think it might be better if I just kept my wife out of the loop on this one, <laughs> at least uh, at first, seeing how upset she got over the goat and all. Uh, you, uh, you mounted a goat? Hey, look, I thought the goat was choking, all right? I, I was giving him the Heimlich, and then my, my pants fell down, and well, that's beside the point. Mm -hmm. You've inspired me, Miss Travius. I'm going to go ahead and mount this fish. Heck with what society thinks. Oh, uh, caller? Uh, yeah. Can, can I call you caller? Oh, sure. We may be talking about two different things here. When I say mount the fish, uh, what I mean is... Felt this free in years, no, no, Mr. Wait, wait a minute, caller. I'm not encouraging some kind of sick. Uh, oh, you've really opened my eyes. I think Mr. we Ross. probably need to talk about this some more. Mr. Ross, you, you're a lifesaver. Caller, caller, caller. Hello. For the love of God, caller, don't do this thing. Hello. Uh, well, I can tell by the music we're out of time. Show. <laughs> <laughs> I need a vacation. <laughs> all right, everybody just play it cool. We all made it through. Got a little weird at the end there, but a lot of fun nonetheless. I can't look at the caller the same again. I know, right? He's done uh, unspeakable things. Hey, you know what? This We have to learn how to separate the art from the artist, okay? And just because he's a weirdo doesn't mean he's not a good caller. That's true. Do you guys feel like this started out as a spit take theater and oh, they were yeah. just like, yeah, we got okay, too we much got too here. much here. Yeah, <laughs> we got too much <laughs> That, well, that's like that's the not, good. not implying that those are the same two guys. Like I don't. Well, no, I don't no, know. no, no, no. Well, no, no but it is. It's so <laughs> it's so cool that th these th these two pieces, uh, spit take and this, they have that connection, and it's not mm. just a character. It's like the it's like a genre. It's yeah. like it, to me that's it like uh, when you think about how certain Beatles songs are from the the Lennon catalog or the mm -hmm. McCartney catalog or from the both catalog. It's like a very distinct. I don't know. I, no, I you're right. You're right. It's one of those things where it's like. You're going to groan and giggle at the same time. <laughs> yes. And, and that's, yeah, that's what the spit take is. Yeah. My favorite part is when Mr. O goes, oh, a trophy fish. <laughs> <laughs> Think about mounting it and then just the dirtiest gross. Oh, hell yeah. That's so It's funny. a dirty, dirty hell yeah from yeah. the caller there. Yeah. I love that. So good. I also, I think that was the first time in history that Ernest Hemingway and Ted Nugent have ever been oh. included on a list together. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. The uh, show uh, is just I've... all about culture, you know, and yeah. yeah, the history and bringing people together. You're learning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's all about education. What did I say? You're like a dummy. I said we're a big history podcast. I, I was. I learn. I learn on this show. Yep, that's all true. All the time. I learned I, that I know bats... so much about. Freaking Bonanza or some random show. What is it? Uh, mm -hmm. The Avengers. But yeah, oh, the, Defenders the or whatever from the 60s. Yeah, I learned, I mean, today I learned that bats aren't a mythical creature. I kind of thought they were like unicorns, <laughs> but we're all learning things today on the show. How, By the way, how serious are you when you say that? I, I was joking that it was today, but I learned this in the, in the last <laughs> probably eight years, I would say. Okay, okay. I, I knew that bats existed. Happen. I thought they existed in mountains in Europe, and that was it. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay, I got, I got you. Yeah. Now, now, Jesse, help me out here. Am yes. I recalling this crazy thought? Okay. You at one point wanted to go noodling. I still do. You still do. I still do. So that the, is that is it, on my. I have I have a list. I have and, a working and it's list. The act of what? So noodling is is basically how you catch catfish without a rod and reel. 
And that is, is that you go into, into their, into their hole. I don't know what it's called. Maybe it's a cave. It's underwater. It's like a cave, but it's, it's, they get in there and they get cozy and it's mud and it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's under the, it's under the lake. It's under the lake. A lot of times it's on rivers, I think. Lots of rivers, or, 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 or mostly. Not necessarily a river river and or like near a tree that's yeah, kind, a of, bank. Like that's it's kind cool. of dug out a yes. little area. Yeah, and yeah. it's cool back there or whatever. So basically what you do is you make a fist. Like I, I, I feel like more people have seen, I don't know why I always think of this, but I think of when they inseminate cows or mm-hmm. horses they put their fist in there, so you make your you make your inseminating fist. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but you actually you just go in there and you noodle around until you piss off that catfish enough that he bites down, and then you yank your arm out, and you've got a whole hog catfish right there. Bare hey. arm. Bare arm. N- not a glove. No glove. Fit. Oh come on. No glove. No glove. You bare back that catfish. You just put it in there, noodle around, piss him off. He bites down. It hurts. If you're gonna bleed. It's going to be bad, oh, but I want to do it. You are getting so weird, and yeah, I love I, it. I, I, I want to do it. I want to go, and 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 I just, I, I think it, it's on my top ten list. I have a, I have a working list mm-hmm. of things that I want to do, and maybe that's the one that I do this summer. I didn't realize that it was. I thought you were going to, like, you know, take it off, and then it leaves, and then you have a Viking next to you named Uhtred that just spears it, <laughs> yes. and then you catch the catfish that way. Yes. Like, not... Yeah. And now he's on my arm. So that's the thing. <laughs> Catfish are crazy strong. Yeah. And so you, there are people that, I mean, it's hours sometimes of you in there and you're, you're pulling and he's pulling. It's a tug of war and you, you got to get him out. I mean, there's people who like barely have their mouth above the water because they have fought this catfish so long trying to get it out. I'm not kidding. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. When you put it in your mouth, I go, there are people who barely have teeth that do this. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. People catch fish yeah. with their fishing rods, not with their arms. Oh, All I can no. think of is on my list is I don't want to know what your other nine things are on your top ten list. Yeah, that's, that's probably the most extreme. Okay. That's right. probably the most extreme. I would love it if like if, if like that's like number nine is like catfishing with your arm, and yeah. then number eight is just like go to the new cupcake shop in Fountain Square. No, it's one. all it's all pretty like uh, off the path experiences for sure. But that is that's the one that that makes me the most excited and also makes me the most scared. So I'm ready. So it's an excitement, but it's also getting over a fear. It's, I don't have a lot of fear. Okay. I just that's something that I want to do. I like things that make me feel strong and powerful, and that I can eat later. So that's what <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. That's great. I love eating later. Eating later. I'll do almost that's anything great. if it's guaranteed. I get to eat later. There, yeah. see. I've gone on hikes because I get to eat later. I've <laughs> yes. seen movies because I get to eat later. I love eating. There later. is nothing better than the anticipation of eating later. Only <laughs> thing better than eating later. Eating now. Eating now. I'd say that. And then talking about what we're going to eat later. Oh, I do. I, that's my favorite thing to do. I'm always is. thinking about the next meal. <laughs> the next meal. <laughs> I always am. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to play a bit, and then we're going to talk about what we're getting for our next meal. But I think this could be our first uh, Tom Whiskey joke on this podcast. Yeah, today's tale is the true tale of Harry and Highest on Whiskey. Frontier Armenians. Mm-hmm. Perhaps the two dumbest men... I have ever met. Yeah. Well, I'll never forget it. They decided to go ice fishing. Mm-hmm. So there they were, out on the ice. And they set up their little shanty, and they set up a little fire in the shanty keep warm. Mm-hmm. And then they, they were just about to drill through the ice when this voice said, There are no fish under there. They thought, well, wow. words from above. So they put out their fire, moved their shanty to a different spot, set up a little fire in the shanty to keep warm. They were just about to drill when they heard, There are no fish <laughs> under the ice there. <laughs> All right. So they decided to pick up and heavenly voice. They moved their little shanty. They got it all set up. Got their little fire going. They were just about to drill, and they heard there there are no fish under there. Okay. <laughs> Again, they hear it. Harry, Harry said to highest on whiskey, fellow Armenian, whose voice is that anyway? 
This is the arena manager. <laughs> this is the arena manager. <laughs> Uh, have you ever heard that one? No. Oh, my God. That, that's one of my earliest Bob and Tom memories right there. Oh, really? Yes. That's I mean, hilarious. this is mid to late 80s. Yeah, I, I've never heard that either. Yeah. I that We used to do that. I mean, th- once you know the joke, it's over. There's no... Right. But me and my buddies would still rattle mm. it off to one another. Yeah. It would be a punchline to something else that was stupid. Yeah. This is the arena manager. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be, that'd be our go-to. And then in the same way that earlier, sometimes my dad will get pun crazy and you need the sentiment of Bob to go, all right, uh, in this one, my dad, and I do this constantly, laughing through the punchline. I love it. And then it. in that one, Bob literally had oh. to go, he said, this is <laughs> right, 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 right. arena manager. He had to be very clear about it. I love that for some reason, this show at, at the time back then created this fictitious place called Whiskeyville. Right. Yeah. That just kind of happened, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. obviously, they had an album. They had. I have comic books of them. What? You know, yeah, what? I have a comic book that uh, they put out. Mm-hmm. Really? Of them at Whiskeyville. I can't remember what the so name is of there, it is, but so I, I may have said Tom Whiskey earlier. Is it Doc Whiskey? It might be Doctor Tom Whiskey. Doctor uh, Tom Whiskey, but there's a bit somewhere where Bob is doing. Yeah. Okay. It goes back and forth. Okay, okay. Um, I feel like there's even a different name they might use. For him? Mm-hmm. The lines get a little blurred sometimes. And by the way, yeah. if anybody has any old Bob and Tom merch, uh, post it and tag me or Jess or anybody. Oh, so yeah, 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 it. yeah. Uh, did you see Megan Gailey gave her husband, CJ, who's like a big uh, streetwear guy, she gave him, it was her dad, Megan Gailey's a comedian from Indianapolis, yeah. and her dad had an old Bob and Tom band with Jeff put on it. And then oh, she gifted it to her husband, cool. and she posted it on Instagram, and it looks so cool. That's very cool. I love all the old Bob and Tom merch and gear. Yeah, yeah. I had a shirt, uh, and I, I would have to look. I think it's somewhere in the attic, but there is a shirt where it's, I can't remember, like, uh, it's a bunch of basketball players, right? And they're tall. It's a cartoon. Do you guys remember this? Yeah. And then Bob and Tom are a little bit shorter, so they come just, like, to their thighs. And it says, the Bob and Tom show... They're nuts over us. Yeah. And, yep. I, and I wore it to school and my dad was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Speaking of Marty, I have a feeling he was probably behind Oh, yeah, that that's one. probably true. Yeah, and then yeah. you're a kid, you don't get the joke. Why is this inappropriate? Yeah, I was what? like, I love listening to them. What are you talking about? <laughs> Going into our last bit, a cherry on top of this fishy podcast. We have uh, a guy that is, uh, I mentioned earlier, internationally famous for a little something. It's the only talk show devoted to the artistry of uh, the bass guitar. It's a little thing we like to call Bass Talk. Wow. It's the Bass Talk Show with Mark Christopher Roman on the bass. Uh, yes. Marcus, how are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? Good. Well, this bass player, he was having trouble finding a gig. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a so, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so he decides to take a part-time job in a funeral home. Uh oh. Okay. So he's working with a funeral director, and they're late one night, and uh, a local guy named Stanley Smith had just died. Mm. And he's there on the table in front of him, and they're just amazed at this guy's certain body part. Oh. It's incredible. It's it, astounding, actually. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than any porno stars you've ever seen. Wow. So between the two of them, they decide this has to be saved for posterity. Mm-hmm. So they remove the body part. <laughs> and they, well, who would know, right? right. right. So they remove yeah. it and they stick it in this great big glass jar mm-hmm. with formaldehyde. Mm-hmm. Well, the bass player decides he's going to take it home and show his wife. Mm-hmm. So he takes it home and he sets it on the table. <laughs> he says, honey, come in here. you got to see this thing that I just brought back from the funeral home. Yeah. So oh, she comes no. in and she takes one look at the jar and she goes, oh, my gosh. Stanley Smith is dead? <laughs> There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You can see why people flock to the airwaves to hear the fabulous show. Bass Talk. Bass Talk with MCR, Mark Christopher Rorman, my old bass teacher. Yeah? Uh, Yeah, he's an incredible bassist. I know that's like a really silly bit, but that guy can play a bass. He always wears boots like the Beatles wore. Yep. Wears a lot of black. He's a cool guy. His kid writes for the show, Nikki. His hair is amazing. His hair is amazing. His hair is amazing. He's got that like distinct look where it goes out and, and just and, and has and he is for me, I don't know why, but he always felt like a Simpsons character come to life. I see that. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like he just did. And I don't know if there I could pro- we could probably find one, but 
He also has one of the most pleasant voices to listen to. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. He's a great voice, great voice. I wish he still came in and did bass talk. Can we, we keep should, a list uh, of things we want to do? We want to do... Absolutely. Yeah. We want a live day. Yes. We want bass talk. We want to catch a catfish. Yes. <laughs> we want to shove our arm underwater and catch a catfish. Yes. There's a lot of things we all want to do. Is there anything else that we all want to do to put on that list? Anybody have any ideas? Mm. I would. You know what? We should. We should really go fishing. Like I think it would be a fun thing. Like it's a very chill activity. I think it would be fun to do. I'm 100% in. Yeah. Usually I go fishing with my cousins in the summer. I did not get to do it last summer. I'm going to go fish. Whenever we can go fishing, I'll go. Yeah, we have, there's lots of places we could go and just like stand on the side of the... I mean, there's a little lake right here. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. I don't know if the people that live there would let us fish over yeah, there. Well, ask ask for forgiveness. <laughs> hey, you know what? After a big rain, we could just fish here in the parking lot. Yeah. So <laughs> let it go, That's yeah. true. That's just true. wind around the parking lot. How did I get here? <laughs> Help me. Small little puddle in the front of my house that we could probably use a casting net on. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, let's do enough. that. We get messages from people that say they just started listening to Bob and Tom like in 2013, 2014. They say, I'm a new listener. They think they're new and they've still been around for like, you know, five plus years. Right. So asking... Just for those that might be listening, and maybe for me, when did the whole fish <laughs> shtick start? I don't know. Oh but, my gosh, we didn't even. Whenever there's that. a random uh, Mr. C- John Salmon, you know, sure. and and Mike Rochester Trout. Fish. fish, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. So I was I was told once, and I don't know how accurate this is because of my source, but that back in the day when they would like lie to a friend or say something that that they hooked them, like they got you hooked. And so whenever they realized they'd hooked somebody, they'd say, fish. And oh. that person brought that, Chick McGee, to the show. And then he would just say every time it was, it was. but I, but from what I understand, all four of them have a different story about where this really? came from. Yeah. 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 So we need to figure it out. But that's his version. But I would be I interested. Like Maybe we could maybe we could uh, ask the others and see what they say and and re- and, and share. Well, I like how chicks is like kind of maniacal. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny if, if Christy was like, I just thought we said that for fish. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> she has no ulterior motive. You well, know? I remember like thinking for the longest time that they were referring to the band fish. Like sure. I didn't know like what I was like. Well, maybe they know. Maybe they know the band. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I, I don't think that's it. Yeah, so I have I have no idea, but that's the one that's the one story I'd know. So, but I don't know how accurate it is. That's I had nothing. Yeah, I had no clue. Yeah, I, I assume, although I assumed it kind of came from chick because that seemed like a chick kind of thing. It yeah. Does. How how funny would it be if just one day my dad came in and goes, "Yeah, I'm taking off a couple weeks this summer. I'm going to go see Fish in tour. Yeah, I'm touring with the band Fish for a while. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, let's do it. I don't think he would ever do that. Um, I hate to yeah. end the show like this, but I'm really disappointed in you guys. Oh, what do we Why? do wrong? What do we do? Um, I put in that last bit there called bass talk. Oh, bass and bass? Nobody, that was it? Nobody caught it. That was the fishy connection? Yes, Jason, there was no dumb, fishy connection. So I don't know why. There was no fishy connection. Exactly. I just accepted it because you're the producer. <laughs> I no, thought, I thought there was. You picked the bits. I thought that it was some sort of, I thought it was like a genitals, and since the genitals was cut off, I thought that it was the like. The formaldehyde, it was in water, I didn't I, know. I thought it was like a sardine connection or something. Oh, no. yeah, I just, okay. Wow. Is this what we're doing bass, now? Bass, Trying to trick us? Bass. It's actually really clever. Mark Christopher Rorman. Yeah, I was going was through it in nothing. my head. There was nothing. And that's why the listeners probably going like, why did they put that last one? Yeah, I just I just thought that you were kind of being a little menace. I no, I'm just being an idiot silly. is no, what I was great. trying to be. I, I told it. you to call me out, Willie. Call me out. I thought that we'd already, you know what? We're moving on. <laughs> we're Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like it, uh, subscribe, review the whole thing. And then uh, if you want to see me and Greg Hahn in Cedar Rapids, where they're May 7th, and then De- uh, Dubuque, where they're May 8th, it's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you for listening to the Bits and Pieces podcast. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 